Welcome to Pet Will Radio, a unique show about amazing animals and inspirational people. With your host, author, animal advocate, and attorney, Peggy Hoyt. Hello and welcome. You are listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on Pet Will Radio. Happy Halloween! I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt, and it is my pleasure to be with you today. And the purpose of Pet Will Radio is to explore options and alternatives for creating a lasting legacy for your pet. We are committed to helping pet owners make sure that if something happens to them, that their pets are taken care of. And in that light, each week when we get together, we're talking to different folks who have an interest in pets and who have a unique take on um, how pets can make a difference in our lives. And if you have a question or a comment, you can chat with us live at mixlr.com forward slash petwill at any time during the broadcast. Today on our show, we have special guest Betty Delman, who is the founder of Happy Kids, Happy Pets. Welcome to the show, Betty. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Peggy. Well, you are so welcome, and I'm excited to have you aboard to tell the story of Happy Kids, Happy Pets. And before we get into that, Betty, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm, I have six. I have three children, and all three of them, I'm 65, so I'm a grandmother, and all three of my children are married to wonderful people, and I have six wonderful grandchildren. And so your grandkids um, probably teach you a lot of the lessons in your life, is that right? Yes, and some of them were even some of the actresses on my cards that we'll be talking about. I've also run a fabric store for the last 37 years. And for the last six years, I've um, wanted to make a difference in animals' lives. So I've been heavily involved in in doing things to make a difference in animals' lives. So when you decided that part of your life's purpose was to make a difference in the lives of animals, how did that come about? Um, well, I moved next to a shelter and I volunteered for um, for nine months, three to five days a week for three to five hours at a time. And I would have to walk like 30 dogs. And I could only give them five minutes because I was 60 at the time. And we just didn't have enough volunteers. And the dogs would beg me to get out. Of, I, I took a measuring tape in there. And the cages were 27 by 72. And the Floors were cold and hard, and it was just so inhumane. The dogs hardly ever got out, and I asked the woman if I could get some volunteers to help me walk the dogs, and she said no. And then I asked her if I could have a fenced-in yard put in outside, and she told me no. And there was a whole bunch of other stuff that was inhumane. So I started talking to the county commissioners, and I was terrified because I'm not great at speaking in public, but I did it for the animals because I would cry for, I would just mourn with them for just day, every day. And um, the commission, when I went to speak to the commissioners, they were rolling their eyes at me 
and like making a joke of me, but then animal rights people started following, and then it started snowballing, and, and three years later, we have a brand new shelter. Oh, that's an incredible story. So I'm, I'm sure that you feel good that you were able to make a difference in the lives of those shelter animals. I do. I, I, and I just feel like God's put it on my heart to suffer with these animals because if I didn't suffer with them, I wouldn't do anything about it. But you can make a difference if you, if you, if you just get out there and do something. I, I almost feel like I'm, God sent Moses to save the slaves, and I feel like he has sent me to make a difference in animals' lives. Uh, so is that how you started to come up with the idea for happy um, kids, happy pets? Well, after working at the shelter, I started a, a company called Animal Paradise, and I wanted to make it a wonderful place for the animals until they were adopted, but it would have cost so much money, and it would, would have been only in one area. And I realized that's only putting a Band-Aid on the problem. The problem is spay-neuter. So, so then I created another company, ASAP, um, Animal Spay Awareness Partners. But then we kind of just, everybody just kind of went their own ways. And then God gave me a new idea for Happy Kids, Happy Pets. Well, it's it's wonderful how the universe works in uh, mysterious ways. And so was your animal paradise, was that your farm when you had your petting zoo? No, my animal paradise came like six years ago. I had my petting zoo maybe 10 or 12 years ago. I just, I love animals, love, love, love animals. I had miniature Brahmin. I, I, I had a really bad back, so I was buying, and I was building my farm. I was buying things from the newspaper site unseen. I bought miniature Brahmin bulls because they said they're miniature, but I still didn't know they were 450 pounds. So, so I bought, and there's a real funny story at the Brahmin bulls. Um, I was wearing red one day, and that Brahmin bull sure was looking at me. But I, I didn't go into the pasture, and I had had him a few months, a, a few, a couple months, two or three, four months. And he saw me red, wearing red, and then his feet start started doing that thing. And the next day, I had an ad back in the paper because I thought I want to be able to w- walk into my pasture without worry about getting stampeded. And then I had. Um, Miniature horses, donkeys, peacocks, chickens. I had so many different animals, and I had a Beauregard. I had a turkey named Beauregard, and he was crippled. But then a car would drive by, and he would be like the road runner and go like ninety miles an hour across the pasture. He was so funny. So I, I just love my animals. Well, and I, I bet that. Um the children that came to visit those animals loved the animals as well. Well, it was kind of, I didn't really, I wasn't really involved in, in that that much. I was still working a lot at my fabric store, and it was more kind of for selfish reasons for, for my love of the animals. So it was your personal petting zoo. Yes, it was my personal petting zoo. Okay, well, I guess you could say that I probably have a personal petting zoo as well because I have three horses and eight dogs and three cats at the moment. 
I love to hear horses smack. <laughs> I just love to hear, not humans, but horses. I love horses smacking. So you have your own petting zoo also. I do as well. And uh, what pets do you have now, Betty? I have two chihuahuas. Um, Betty Lou, is my. Uh, she's sitting next to me. She's telling me what to say. She's, she's our happy kids, happy pets mascot. And then I have Johnny Lee. He's our, he's our new um, happy kids member. He, he, we found him in a bull, in a, in a pasture. Someone found him in a pasture and a bull was about to stampede him and he got picked up just in time. And then I have my granddaughter. I live with my, my kids, my daughter and her son-in-law and her husband. So, and, and my two grand, two of my grandchildren. And, um, they have an Italian, a 95 Italian Mastiff. Yeah, so you need to get the right dog for your family because she had the patience for this dog, but most people would not have had the patience. So you want to make sure you get the right dog for your family. Sure. Well, and I see that uh, Betty Lou and Johnny Lee, um, they're they're southern dogs because they have the uh, two-part names, right? Yes, that's (laughs) true. We're We're from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, tell us a little bit more about Happy Kids, Happy Pets. What is what is that organization, and what what's your mission? My mission is to educate children and anyone um, who needs, and hopefully teenagers, adults, anyone who needs to learn some things about how to take care of a dog. So, so we have five categories, and the dogs and cats wrote all the stories. They and they read them as well through children actresses, and and the, the five categories are how to take care of a dog, how to take uh, all kind of cat facts, different dog breeds, so you don't end up hurting the dog or or it ends up at a shelter, whether it's mixed, mixed or purebred, and then the other two categories are more for children's character development. Life lessons, teaching children to keep their word, tell the truth, not talk behind people's back, love themselves, eat healthy, and then anti-bullying. Um, either either the the dog was bullied in these stories, or his human brother or sister were bullied. And 166,000 kids every day don't want to go to school. Um, the U.S. Department of Justice reported because of a fear of being bullied. And so then these life lessons, they're actually stories that are presented from the animal's point of view. Yes. The front of the card has a picture of a dog or a cat. Well, on the life lessons, it's just dogs. And then it flips over, and then it's got a less than one-minute story. And then when someone buys the the pack of cards of 14 they can go download the audio story so it teaches literacy it's for, it's geared for five-year-old to 12-year-olds but but it's a great thing for the whole family to do together because there's a question almost on every card that says well why do you think you shouldn't leave a dog tied to a tree or why do you think you shouldn't leave that how do you think they felt when they were left out so so it's got a great family discussion question 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I'm on your life lessons page. And, and for folks who are listening, if you want more information about these different card packs, you can go to happykids-happypets.com and look at the various card sets that are available. I'm on the life lessons page. And just some examples from pack number one um, would be uh, card number three, which is where's the cat? Um, so that's a story about a cat that didn't get invited to a party and treating your body like your best friend. That's another one of the examples. Um, size doesn't matter. That's another really good um, life lesson that a pet can share with a young person. Um, don't leave a mess. I like that one. I think maybe my dachshund needs to uh, participate in that one. Um, but lots of good topics here. Um, I really do see that um, it's nice that you have the animal's point of view, Betty, because there's so much that we can learn from animals, not just in our day-to-day -day interaction, but also um, having them speak to us both on these cards and on the, um, the uh, audio videos. And, and children don't tune out animals like they would an adult. I think they're more willing to listen to them. And if a child has some fear issues of a pet, they will get to know all the dogs and cats by names and get comfortable with them. Or if they can't have their own pet, they can feel like they, they have a, a companion by just having the cards I think that's a great idea, and um, just so listeners know, Betty and her team have created over 200 stories, and each one of these one-minute story lessons are both written and read aloud by both dogs and cats. Of course, they're really uh, children actresses that are acting on behalf of the dogs and the cats, and um, they have really good, um, exciting sound effects that go through most of the stories. And I think most of our listeners would agree, Betty, that um, the earlier we start educating children about our life lessons to be kind, not just to animals, but also to one another, that we have a greater likelihood of success. Yes, um, this is. I think this is such a me, me, me society, and we need, I, I think it's real important to teach children think of others. You have to think of yourself, but think of others as well, and think of how, our motto is treat all people and all animals exactly how you want to be treated. Kindness is cool. So just put the other person how, how you would want to be treated and that's how you should treat the other person and the younger you start learning that the easier it becomes more ingrained in, in your being sure and that just goes back to the golden rule of do unto others as you would have others do unto you but then making sure that um that we bring that down to the animal level as well. I uh, noticed over the weekend on Facebook that there was a dog that was confiscated from a bad owner, and this dog was just skin and bones, and the owner's excuse was that they forgot to feed the dog. How in the world could you forget to feed a member of your family? I, I saw that, and I, nobody would forget to feed themselves. Right. And so 
I think that what you're doing is a really good lesson, and I just want to remind our listeners that you're listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on Pet Will Radio. If you have any questions or comments, don't forget you can chat with us at mixlr.com forward slash petwill. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. And, you know, uh, Betty, I come to this particular feeling about animals um, from when I was a little girl. I think I um, was born asking for a horse. And later in my life, when I was around 10, my dad became the president and the CEO of the Humane Society of the United States. And so I spent my entire childhood and young adulthood writing and speaking and talking about um, all of the things that you say are important, um, things like spay-neuter and um, being kind to animals and not forgetting that pets are members of our family and need to be treated just the same as we would treat ourselves. So thank you for all of the things that you're doing with um, Happy Kids, Happy Pets. Oh, you're very welcome. It's something I can't not do. It's just part of me. Well, um, hopefully more and more people will adopt that sentiment and, um, and understand that the more we can do for animals, the more we're actually doing for the human race as well. So let's just talk about a couple of um, the cards that are out there. Um, and and if, if you don't remember exactly what it's about, that's okay. But um, I see one that says, being bossy isn't pretty. Tell us about that one a little bit. I think... From what I remember, it's been a while since I've read that one, but I think this um, this brother is bossing his sister around. Get, I think that's one. Get me some peanut butter. Get me this. Get me that. And I think she just keeps telling him what to do. So I think that's what that one's about. Okay. Well, um, I know that spay-neuter is very, very important to you, Betty, and that... Um, you were sharing with me some of the statistics about how many offspring one unspayed female dog can produce. Can you remember what that number was? I've got it right in front of me, and these come from Spay USA, these statistics. Uh, one female dog and her offsprings in six years can produce 67,000 puppies or, just, or dogs. In just one in six years, 67,000. And cats is about the same thing, 66,000. But in nine years, it skips up to 11,606,000,000. In nine years, one unspayed female cat. That's incredible. And um, I know that there are spay and neuter organizations all around the country that are um, educating people about the importance of spaying and neutering. Um, Bob Barker used to always encourage people at the end of his show to spay and neuter. And, of course, I encourage people on my show um, that until there are none, adopt one because we really need to get the word out that 
spaying and neutering your pets is very important, but for pets that end up in shelters, getting a shelter pet really saves two pets, one, the one you're bringing home, and then also making room for another pet at the shelter. And hopefully someday we won't have any more homeless pets. How would that make you feel, Betty? Oh, that, I mean, there's no words. I mean, they're putting down millions every day and then, and then they're reproducing puppy mills or reproducing when they're killing so many and and then making them on purpose. So it, it's, it's wrong. Well, we certainly agree with that at Pet Will Radio that um, puppy mills are um, contributing to the overpopulation of pets. And so many people these days want designer dogs. And, and so they go to the puppy store and think that they can buy a, uh, a some sort of a, it's really a mixed breed dog, but they've given it a fancy name and, and we call them designer dogs. And then people... Um, spend lots and lots of money for the same types of dogs that they could be getting at their local shelter. And I think maybe a lot of people don't realize that 25% of shelter dogs are actually purebred dogs. And and I've grown to both of my, well, I know one of my dogs is a mutt and or mixed. And then I, I, I used to have the same attitude before I was educated. I would only have a boxer. And that's one of my cards, too. And and but I, I didn't know I was uneducated. Now I love mixed dogs. They're, they're just precious. Um, so it's all about education. Well, and and from your time volunteering at the shelter, um, you could probably confirm the fact that most shelter dogs, when they're adopted, they are forever grateful to their new parent, their new pet parent, for giving them a second chance and a new life. Absolutely. And, and, And as many dogs as I walked, I fell in love with every one of them. I didn't know I had enough love. I mean, it's endless um, how many animals you can love. Endless. That is true. Our our hearts are big enough to love an unlimited amount of animals. And um, if you don't believe me, folks can uh, take a look at my collection of animals and... um, (laughs) I, I wish I had room for more. I, you know, somebody yeah. said to me, Peggy, why do you have eight dogs? And I said, well, because my husband won't let me have 10. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like some people feel about children that you can't have too many um, animals at your house. And each one of my pets is like one of my children. And, um, and they teach me lessons every single day of my life. Um, and they do teach you excellent things like not going with strangers and practice to get good at something and don't go along just to go along if it's not the right thing to do. All of the things that your wise cats are teaching children on your lesson cards. Yes, those are funny. And I've got so many sound effects in these cards, Peggy. Oh my God, I could just listen to them over and over again. They're so, the sound effects are like I, I made them overkill. I, I I made them extreme sound effects. Well, that's good, and probably these cards should be in in every elementary school in the United States, so that every child has an opportunity to uh, learn from the best teachers, our cats and our dogs. 
I'm working. I'd love if anybody has any connections to get me into a school into schools. That would be great. I just got back from um, from Boston for PTA leaders to to because this would be a great fundraiser as well. Oh yeah, that's probably a really good idea, and uh, probably local charities that uh, support animal rescue would find these to be very very helpful. Um, so. Your grandchildren obviously have been exposed to these cards and have even participated in uh, creating some of these cards. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, they were the actors. Three of them were the actresses or actors in in reading the cards. Um, They did this maybe three or four years ago, so they've kind of moved on. But because creating it and marketing is two different stories, so I'm in the marketing phase right now, but they were very helpful in, in the helping me read the stories. Well, I, I just love to hear that that was something that you did as a, a family project, and I think it also goes to show that you can have a full-time career and then you can still do something else that has um, value in your heart, like protecting pets and educating children about the value of pets. Yes. So um, what else would you like to share with our listeners about Happy Kids, Happy Pets? I'm trying to think. Um, just, oh, we also have an app. Oh, you um, do. That's right. Tell us about the app. Yes, the app is really our best deal. It's mostly on tablets. And you can buy all 200 and set. We have 275 stories because I don't have the dog breeds on the on the trading cards. But um, the app has all 275 stories, so you just scroll endlessly through all the stories, and you can, they flip over and they're audio, and they're all for 9.99 right now. They're on sale for 9.99 at this point. Well, and that sounds like a very good deal, and. Uh, um, you can go to happykids-happypets.com and find out more about the app and how you can order that. Um, and I think it does sound like a really good, fun thing for all kids to have on their tablet. And it seems like lots and lots of kids um, have tablets these days. Probably more seem like they have them than they don't. And I'd like to also share that we have a fa- a wonderful theme song um, that we're getting ready to have a contest who can make the dance to our wonderful theme song, but that's not out just yet. I'm in the process of, of getting ready to promote that. Okay, so that will be a contest that will appear on your website? Website and Facebook. Okay, Happy- so um, we can play your theme song, and, and why don't we do that now? Um, and so that the listeners can hear a little bit about the message of Happy Kids, Happy Pets. And um, for just a moment, we'll take a little break and we'll play that song. And stay with us. You're listening to Pet Will Radio. Happy Kids, Happy Pets. We love our dogs and we love our cats. Park, 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 park. Throw me a stick. 
Welcome back to Pet Will Radio. I hope everyone enjoyed the theme song for Happy Kids, Happy Pets. Um, so who wrote the words for the theme song for you, um, Betty? Um, I have a studio person, um, Barb, Barb, Barbie and Jason, um, that we had studio time where all the actresses came, and they wrote the song, and we fell in love with it right away. Yeah, it's very cute, and uh, I think it's it's really good, and, and kids will like it, and I think having a, uh, a contest to create a dance to go with it will be just terrific. And there's some precious pictures on the app or on the download. When you go to my computer and the downloads, you get to see the pictures with the free. It's a free download for the theme song. Oh, okay, so everybody can listen to it. Yes, and watch it. It's darling. Well, I'm, I'm glad that your mission in life is to create a more humane society and starting with uh, the children. And I see that a portion of your profits also go to help both animal welfare and kids. Yes, 50% of my profits will be going there. Okay, well, that should encourage folks um, as we approach this holiday season. And uh, tell us a little bit about your motto for happy pets, happy happy kids, happy pets. Treat, treat all people and all animals exactly how you want to be treated. And Peggy, I don't think I said that we, in the four categories, we we in each category we have four packs of trading cards in each category. So there's totaling 16 packs and they would be awesome stocking stuffers. I think that's probably a really good idea for folks who are looking for um, opportunities to fill up those stockings for kids and for grandkids and, uh, or to get a cool app for a, a tablet. So Betty, thank you so much for being with us today on Pet Will Radio, All My Children Wear Fur Coats. And we want to encourage people to make sure that you plan for your pets. If something happens to you, we want to know that your pets are protected. And if you have questions, you can always reach out to us. Um, each week we're here on Mondays at 3 o'clock. And our motto is happy tails until there are none, adopt one. See you next week. Thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Pet Will Radio. Visit PetWillRadio.com for updates on shows, links to previous shows, inspirational stories, videos, and more. Until next time, take care. <laughs>